they asking for the queen. I'm a bad bitch, she's a savage. Look, look, look back while I turn. No comparison. How's everyone? And welcome to episode 48 of the Sassy Pod. I'm Viv. And I'm Alex. So in this episode, we are going to basically do something kind of fun. And I think everyone will find it really interesting. And um, at least we will. And we'll have some pretty interesting conversations. But we're basically playing. I don't know if anyone's heard of the We're Not Really Strangers card game. You can buy it from Urban Outfitters. But we're basically doing that and answering like your deepest, darkest questions um, just about like our perspectives on things, who we are. We have no idea what the questions are. So just prefacing that, like, we don't know what the questions are. It's on a random, like, randomizer. So it's just going to pop up and then we'll answer them and see where the conversation goes. Um, so, yeah, that's going to kind of be the episode. We thought it'd be fun, something just to, like, have fun with and chill out. Yeah, and I also think that people love listening to this kind of stuff. Like, I definitely like getting into people's heads and mm-hmm. having those deep conversations. And since me and Alex, like, we're close enough that we can just say whatever we want to each other. Um, so yeah, I think this will be super fun and a little bit of a get to know us on a deeper level type of episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll start off with our sassy quotes though. So I can start off with mine, which creds to Pinterest is where I found it. And the quote is, you are allowed to sleep in late eat too much, <laughs> cry for no, <laughs> cry for no reason. Adding love herself. Who- <laughs> Sleep in <laughs> late. <laughs> no, that's why I resonate with this quote yeah, so, know, like, so much. Um, love whoever you want, make new friends, move on, love yourself, be you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just thought that was really cute. I love the sleep in late. Like to me, sleeping in late is like eight. Yeah. 8 a.m. Not for people, but yeah. <laughs> and the eat too much thing is also me as well. And the cry for no reason. Like I think in the past week or so, I've probably cried like oh no. Three or four times. Why? <laughs> Just like random shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like for no like reason. Frustration cry for stuff? no reason. Yeah. Like I'm definitely a, a frustrated crier. Mm-hmm. Um and then I get even more frustrated when I cry because I'm like, why am I crying? You know, those ones. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, and then I know the next day my face is just going to be so puffy. So I'm even more mad. And then I cry even more. I remember so, yeah, this is going to like cycle. be a completely sidetrack conversation, but this isn't to you like being puffy. I remember in high school one night I watched, um, I stayed up really late watching My Sister's Keeper. And I don't know if you've seen that movie, but for anyone listening, basically the sister has like leukemia. And the the other sister was born to be like the sister with leukemia's, I guess, like source for blood and like transfusions and stuff like that. So it's just this like really sad story about this girl with leukemia um, played by Abigail Breslin. And I remember like bawling my eyes out to it and then coming to school and I'm my teacher being like, are you like, okay? Cause I was so puffy and looked like I had been crying all night and yeah. So yeah, I relate to that too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like right. My roommate, Ali, who we've had on the podcast before mm-hmm. she like, we're both criers, but oh my gosh, she'll cry T- 10 minutes later. Her face looks completely back to normal. And I'm like, I wish because yeah. 
Um, uh, okay, so that's my quote. What is yours, Alex? It says, a lot of people just need someone to be kind to them today. And mm. I thought that that was kind of cute because a lot of times you can be just like, like I can be just like a bitch and I can be a bitch to other people when I'm having a bad day or be really rude or like mean um, to friends or even just like not come off as like bubbly as I could be in a lot of circumstances. Like even when you're ordering food, like people are like working, like, I don't know if you go to Starbucks, whenever I go to Starbucks, people are so happy and I'm just like, mm-hmm. uh. But oh my gosh I literally went to Starbucks today and the worker was like how are you doing oh like, my god me all these questions no most of the time I go through to the drive um the ugh, I can't speak the drive through um by my house and like through the thing that you talk through they're like good morning like can I start you with a cup of na-na-na? and I'm literally like it's 8 a.m I need my coffee like shut up um but yeah, and I also watched a TikTok where it was like one time I was in line for move like a theater showing or something. And the tickets were really te- cheap, and I decided to buy just an act of kindness for the person behind me. I bought their ticket, oh, and yeah. um, then they ended up getting like married and like, uh, like having two kids and stuff based off that one interaction. So, and I just think it reminds you to like be really nice to people, even if like they don't really they're not really involved in your day, even if you don't know them. So there's no reason to be mean, I guess, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's so nice no, when someone's sure. nice to you that you don't know, or like yeah. even a friend and they're just like nice and not rude. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're in a bad mood, it just like makes your day. But I also think that not taking it personally when someone's not exactly. nice to you yeah. because you don't know if what they're going through as mm-hmm. well. So it's like kind of both. It goes both ways. Um, which I always think about because yeah, I'm the same. Like if I'm not in a good mood, I could just be ignoring you and Mm -hmm. not, yeah, just, (laughs) okay. Um, moving on to our nuggets. Mm -hmm. Should I begin with mine? Tell yours. Where where are you going? Let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So my nugget, this is just like kind of a little life update nugget type thing. And basically as the release of this episode I will be in Switzerland (laughs) my first trip ever to Europe in general and I'm so excited because I've heard literally everyone who I've talked to who's told me that they've been to Switzerland says it's the most beautiful place Mm -hmm. one of the most beautiful places even in Europe Mm -hmm. and it's gorgeous yeah I'm just yeah, I'm so excited to see the scenery and to to just have like, fondue and lint yeah, chocolate. chocolate and explore like somewhere other than North America, which mm-hmm. is like the bulk of where I've traveled traveled for my life. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited. A little bit nervous for the traveling. I got my COVID test today for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I'll keep you guys updated maybe I'll post some scenic yeah, stories do it. do it yeah so that's kind of that's my nugget <laughs> yeah and I remember like when I went to Aruba I was really excited about going there and then I was most stressed about coming back to Canada even though like you're Canadian it's just I always feel like I'm filling out those forms wrong you know mm-hmm. like all your immigration forms and stuff because when you come back to Canada you have to do can arrive but you can only mm-hmm. complete 72 hours or something before you come back so you have mm-hmm. to fill out like a whole bunch of stuff and I was like I need my mom to fill this out I don't want to do it by myself 
I know, I know. I'm the exact same way, but I'm going to be there for like 17 days. So mm-hmm. I'll have a like a long period to not worry about coming back yet. Mm-hmm. And then that'll like start creeping out because yeah, I'm the same. I'm, I worry about, oh my gosh, the flight back. <laughs> um, No, but I love that. And you're going to have so much fun. And I'm so excited to hear about it. That's, that's so exciting. I love travel. I know. I'll Yay. give like a super nugget. When yeah I get back of yeah all I want to hear the things all about I did it. yeah mm-hmm. I, I imagine you'll do like some pretty cool like Alps things like out in the Alps um hiking and like just touristy things too yeah like I really want to visit the Matterhorn yeah Have you heard of that yeah. yeah it's like the tallest peak in in Europe I think mm. I'm pretty sure yeah, I've been there just, I think I've been there skiing yeah. um <laughs> yeah yeah, in the summer you can hike and you can bike around. Mm-hmm. I'd rather hike, but because I'm not the most experienced biker. So, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, what's your nugget? Um, I just wanted to give everyone an update on some shows that I've watched recently because I've just, I feel like I've had a lot of time because I came back to my student house. So, I was like unpacking and like watching shows. And I was alone for a period of time because I'm doing training for like a week and stuff, which is when the first year students come. So did a bunch of training and I was the only one here. So it was a lot of like TV show watching once I got home. So I'm up to date on Ted Lasso. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, like go watch Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Love it. You can get a free subscription. I'm pretty sure with your computer or your phone, like as long as you just have like an Apple ID and you haven't used it yet. I think I got a year free or something. Second, second, I watched Sharp Objects, which is with Amy Adams and Mm it's there's only one season and I don't know if they're coming back for a second but I literally could not stop watching it but it's a little bit creepy and Amy Adams just does a great job um and like so good so kind of I don't know it's just like creepy but like what's it about basically Amy Adams is a reporter and she gets sent back to her hometown to investigate the murders of two girls and they haven't found the killer and then basically all this stuff comes up about her past life and her family because her family still lives there and she's kind of distant from them. Um, and like, I don't want to like spoil too much, but yeah, she, she basically finds out who the killer is and um, dealing with all her past life stuff and her entire body, like she has so much trauma because her little sister died when she was younger, which is like known. Mm-hmm. And um, her sister died from like unknown causes and stuff and I don't know like I don't want to like say too much but it's literally so yeah good. yeah no that's a good summary um and then the next one that I watched uh, a couple days ago with my roommate and we laughed our fucking asses off was he's all that with Addison Ray. So- oh my gosh I saw a, like a TikTok of this guy like reenacting Addison Ray, and it was I saw so funny <laughs> It was probably the worst acting. I thought she'd be worse though. Like I thought she'd be worse than she was. It was the worst acting I've seen in my entire life. And then I also saw a TikTok too where people were like fake acting and like showed a clip of her and then real acting. It was like Harry Potter, like all the actors in that. <laughs> like a scene where they're like crying. Um, yeah. But it was like so many brand sponsorships up their fucking ass. Like every second there was a brand sponsorship, like Drunk Elephant, s uh eos um old navy like tiktok and sponsored the entire thing because she was making tiktoks during the thing they couldn't have their logo if they weren't sponsored so i literally think they had the probably the lowest budget to make this film and then just had all the sponsorship money 
so that all these like brands could be in it. And that gave them so much money. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I just want to watch it just to like, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, and Addison Rae, like, of course there's a bunch of TikTok dances in it. And it's just like, oh my God. And they put her in the worst colors. They put her in like these pastel pinky colors and she's like, like has, I don't know, like they just made her like really girly, I guess, try to, but like, just like the most awful pastel pinks. And I was like, you can do so much better. Like she could have like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And then the, Love. I don't know if you've seen like, um, she's all that, which is the original that they're like remaking of this, but the mom, the girl, and she's all that, that they remake is now the, her mom in this one oh but she doesn't have enough of a cameo she just, it's just like oh that's her mom like it's not clear that like that I don't know you would only yeah. know if you like paid attention um, I don't think I've ever seen she's all that you should watch it's, it's it really it's popular, so cute. Right? yeah it's so yeah. cute and there's so many slip-ups now that I'm seeing on TikTok from the movie that people were like she was handing out flyers and like literally didn't grab any and just like had them in her hand but was like pretending to put them out and it's like in the camera, she's not picking up anything. Um, and just like so many things like that, that no one even knows. I also heard that Bryce Hall was in it for like 30 seconds or something in like a wig. So that's her, I think that's her boyfriend. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think so. Or one of those. Yeah. one of. I, I know that he, I think he's the one with the really short arms. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The stocky arms. Yes. Um, <laughs> And then so that I watched that just go have a laugh, watch it with some friends and make fun of it. It was amazing. And then I also have been watching nine perfect strangers, which is on Amazon prime. And that is, um, really creepy. Melissa McCarthy's in it. There's a bunch of like big name actors and actresses in it. And, um, yeah, I don't, it's like basically nine people go to this like retreat, mm-hmm. but it's like, I love Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to remember who else is in it. Who is um, Keith Urban's wife? Oh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Yes, Nicole Kidman. She's the main character. And she okay. is like this god at this retreat. And all these people just Ooh, like come. That sounds creepy. It's very creepy. All these people come like thinking like they're just going to retreat. And it ends up being like they all have something wrong with them kind of. And it ends up being like mm. a healing thing. for. And they weren't like just randomly selected to come is essentially like mm, the main plot okay and there's some shit going on um and they're in this like secluded area and like very gives me very midsummer's vibe mm. so yeah i don't know it's really interesting though and okay. then i also just started, <laughs> oh my gosh um it's called my Un- unorthodox life and it's on netflix and you've probably seen ads for it but it's basically this woman she was in a very um like orthodox jewish like family and religion and grew up that way and then basically like broke free from it and after she had like five kids and then is became like she designed shoes that were comfortable and then became like the c cmo of la perla which is like a very high-end lingerie company and now is like the ceo of elite models which is like a huge modeling agency and like jasmine saunders is there and like a whole bunch of models so and now she's is this a, like a true story it's a reality tv show oh and so it's like they're like a so fucking loaded family in new york city and it shows like all their clothes their penthouses like it's very lavish but also like 
you can see how she came from nothing and built this empire and like all Mm. their kids and their kids are still dealing with the fact that they were orthodox until like five years ago and that's how they were raised Mm -hmm. they were raised the girls were literally raised to like have babies and that's it and she has Mm -hmm. like a son and the son is raised to like be scared of women until like you have sex with them I guess for procreation only like it's a Mm -hmm. very strict religion and it's basically all about like coming out of that and her one daughter Mm -hmm. was married when she was 19 while like they were still in the community and then her mom abandoned it a week later and Mm so even her she's like you raised me one way and then it flip-flopped to another and like you're wearing jeans and stuff and she's like the hell because you're not supposed to wear like pants you have to wear skirts yeah I don't know it's just like really interesting I find it really interesting so yeah those are my five tv five or six tv show movies that I've been watching and I highly suggest them that seems so interesting can anyone else relate to this though (laughs) so I'm watching suits right I mentioned this a little bit ago I can't start another show because I can't like I don't know if any anyone else is like me or if this is just a me thing but I need to watch one show at a time I can watch like obviously multiple things on YouTube yeah but in terms of shows I don't know I just like watching one the thing with this is the shows I'm all watching except for my unorthodox life are all like weekly episodes that I'm up to date with or or like sharp objects only had one season and there's 10 episodes and it's done Mm, had lasso every thursday or friday there's a new episode my nine perfect strangers same deal so like once okay i'm not actually watching that much tv like once i've watched those (laughs) then i'll wait for no i didn't mean like you were watching a lot just not like because i know a lot of people do that like i know a lot of people watch like can watch multiple shows even Mm -hmm. if it's binging but it's like how do you decide what to watch and like how do you even keep it all up in your head but yeah i don't know so But yeah, that's why I'm not like just binging one entire show. It's more. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, But yeah, so that's our nuggets. Let's get into our little deep questions. questions. So the first question, I just randomized it. And I actually don't even think I know the answer to this. So I'm interested to see what you say. I know I'm in love when. Oh, I know I'm in love when. Hmm. Well, okay, for me, I know I'm in love. <laughs> like one thing, like there's obviously multiple factors that go into this, but one thing is that I want to spend all my time with them and I don't get annoyed spending so much time with them. Like every time I have a free moment, I want to be talking to them and I want to be I want to be in their presence if that makes sense no I think that's true I think for me I a good indicator is like when you want to do things for them and it doesn't feel like a chore it doesn't feel like you're going out of your way like I guess this could be confused with like really liking someone but I think it's like for me me doing things or because I think that's one of my like love languages is like acts Mm -hmm. of service it's like when you and mine's quality time so yeah it's like when you when I want to do those things because I want to do them, not because I feel forced or feel like I should or anything. It's literally like and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a lot of energy that I'm, I'm taking away from my own life to do those things. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I want to yeah. go do these things for you. I want to buy you this. I want to do this for you. 
not because like, I feel like you need it or I feel like forced to do it. It's because I truly like want to do that for you. And I don't think that's Mm -hmm. like the same if I compare it to like friends or something. Yeah, no, I agree. Honestly, I think this is just my opinion though. This is my opinion. (laughs) You know that meme? No, I do not. But (laughs) what? What? You don't know that meme? I swear everyone listening probably knows it. The girl where she's like on a talk show and she's like, well, this is my opinion. And she like yells. Oh my gosh. I I need to find this meme. But anyways, um, like for me, I, what you just explained is when I know I have a true friendship with someone. Yeah. And if I'm in love with them, but on the flip side, what I said about wanting to spend 24 seven with them and wanting to like in a healthy way obviously but like just wanting obviously yeah wanting (laughs) wanting to have their presence like that's for me that's specifically a partner slash like boyfriend whatever but not a friend since I'm like a little bit introverted so I need like time away from friends Mm -hmm. to like regain my energy um but when it comes to like a partner I could be around them all the time if that makes sense I, I like that. I also saw something too. When it's like when you're FaceTiming and you don't look at yourself and you look at them, that's when you know you're in love. Because so many times when I'm FaceTiming someone, I'll look at myself just because like a little narcissistic want to see how I look, like obviously. Yeah. And a lot of the times you like are flipping between you, what you look like and what they look like. And I do that on Zoom too, even like just like making sure mm-hmm. I look okay. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's like when you literally don't give a fuck about how you look and you're just staring at their beautiful face, that's when you know you're in love. Mm -hmm. I love that. I don't know. Um, I think that's like, it's true. Like you're so engaged, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think also when I think I know I'm in love when you when I fight with the person but know or like bicker or have little arguments Mm -hmm. and know that that's not gonna affect your relationship Mm -hmm. at all unless it's like something serious like cheating and stuff like that but if you just have like little bickers just like disagreements and things that you you differ on um which everyone's gonna have you're not gonna be with someone who's your exact like copy um and you know, and you have those arguments and you know that it's, it's not going to change your feelings for each other. I think that's also a big indicator. Mm-hmm. And on top of that love. too, like when you're with someone and they're like, this works both ways, but you're not trying to change like who they are for you. And they're not trying to change how you are. Like, I think that's yeah. something that like I've taken for granted in a lot of past relationships where you like I let them kind of change me and I let them dictate what I wore like how I cut my hair I literally did um he was like you look really good with short hair and so I was like okay like I'll try it I look like literally 10 but um what an era but you know what I mean like it's like where you don't try Mm -hmm. and change someone for you you just are happy with the way that they are yeah yeah for sure like all their qualities okay cool Mm -hmm. Next question. Okay, I think, yeah, next. <laughs> I like this. So, <laughs> um, okay, so this question is, what's the best lesson an ex has ever taught you? 
hopefully these are not all relationship questions but they might yeah, be it's okay yeah I don't know well we'll see I have some in my back pocket if we need okay I have a good one for this money okay. money and like having possessions like I guess like brand name clothing material and st- material things one is not everything I don't know what I'm trying to say no 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 I completely get what you're saying and what I think is the lesson learned from that which I'm like which is what I was gonna say is that your personal values if they don't align Mm -hmm. like if the two people in in the relationship if your values don't align it's not gonna work like Alex doesn't value materialistic exactly exactly yeah but her ex obviously (laughs) did so like and to each their own like sure if you have the means and that's what you care about that's not what me and Alex value like at all so Mm -hmm. So being with someone who does is, uh, is not going to work. And yeah, and if you value those things, then sure. I just like never really understood that. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just never really understood that. And I think that's an important thing to look for in a partner that you don't always like think about. And I don't mm-hmm. know, like, yes, they could have money. Like you can have money. You can have nice things too. But it's just like, I think there's a difference between, how you value that in a relationship and the like how much you pride that to in relationships up front of other things Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and I think that's exactly like in terms of things other than money like that's exactly the lesson that I learned from my ex (laughs) slash exes is that like at the end of the day, if your values don't align, it's not going to work out because values is something that's core to you. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, yeah, it can be modified and it can be revised, but like, it's not going to fully change. Like there are some things about your personality that can change, but there's some things that just can't. And I think values is one of them. And if you, yeah, if those things don't align, then yeah, that relationship's probably not going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> Great answer by us. I think that's good. Do you think we'd be better off without social media? Mm. And why? So I have like two, I think I have two kind of feelings about this. One. Yes and no. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously. But you know, like there's a lot of celebrities that don't have social media. And yeah. like a lot of like, famous celebrities like I'm pretty sure Angelina Jolie does but like an example like that like Jennifer Aniston for example just got it like this last year Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of celebrities that don't have social media and I kind of envy that in them I was actually thinking about this to myself the other day I envy that they don't really like need that I guess you know Mm -hmm. like they don't don't need it they don't need that validation in their lives because they are so successful and I was like that'd be amazing if like Cause I feel like deep down, I always like have this earning for like people to know who I am, like in a more professional setting. Like I want to do something that's like, people are like, Oh, Alex, like this is being a little vain, but it's true. Like I've always yeah. wanted to be a performer. I've always wanted to be an actor. Like, and I think everyone kind of has, some people might not, but I think everyone has that kind of goal to like be somehow known. And I guess it's like a little bit of validation, like even social media, it's like, you want to have those followers. People are like, oh, Vivian Wang. Like, I know her kind of, you don't know, do you know what I mean? Like it is, some yeah. kind of, 
it's a kind of social status that I think just like growing up I've always just wanted to like make a difference I guess I don't know um I I think that it's more than just validation now because I think it used to be everyone just had their personal Instagram accounts just sharing mm-hmm. selfies sharing what they're doing blah 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 but now I think which is kind of unfortunate but at the same time a good thing is that growing your business or personal brand or whatever happens on social media yeah you can't do that with that's what I was media. saying that's what I was leading to now it's like if you mm-hmm. want to get somewhere and I wanted to feel that like validation that like people know who I am and stuff because that's really the ultimate goal of social media is to connect with people to people know who you are mm-hmm. and know what you're doing like that is mm-hmm. like at the end of the day it's like a very like narcissistic community of like a lot of people just wanting to like get to know each other and get to know for people to know them uh but at the same time it's not I don't know but yeah because uh, yeah but, like you know it's it can also, also be used yeah because it can also be used for good like to ra- raise awareness for stuff like my yeah like I have four oh my gosh I have four Instagram accounts on my mm-hmm. like Instagram which is a lot and mm-hmm. my one that I have that has the most followers is my U of T mental health club Mm -hmm. and it's it keeps going up 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 which I'm so happy about and it's like it's like 3,500 or something right now and I'm so happy because what the message that we're spreading is mental health awareness breaking stigmas all that stuff and when our sassy followers go up I'm happy as well but when Mm -hmm. Like my personal account, like I don't really care anymore (laughs) because I have my friends and I have Mm -hmm. like the people who I care about to share my life with, but there's nothing else that I'm sharing on my personal account besides what I look like and what I'm doing. Yeah, which is why it's like, what's the benefit, I guess, of that, you know? And Mm -hmm. is that, is that bettering you? Probably like it's. I would say I like it more for like seeing what other people are doing, but at the same time, the people you're closest with, you're going to know what they're doing regardless, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you even need to see that at all? Like, I guess they could show you pictures next time you see them. Um, And I also think that social media is used for a lot of bad things too, as much as it is Mm -hmm. like good charities and good initiatives and raising awareness, a lot of disinformation gets spread on social media. And for sure like it's not always clear that that's disinformation which I think Mm -hmm. is very interesting and the other thing I'll say about social media is I think it creates a lot of anxiety and insecurities that may Mm -hmm. not have existed if we didn't have it and that's the biggest thing that I like I'm curious about like a generation now growing up like my little cousins are growing up fully with social media like ever since like they were little Mm-hmm. using snapchat filters using fil- filters on their face like all this stuff versus we kind of I feel like grew into it organically as we aged like it was I feel like mm-hmm. for for our age group it was something that as you grew up like you introduced social media like like Facebook then Instagram like and you kind of grew as these apps grew because they came out when we started using them mm-hmm. um like when it was like allowed kind of thing you know so yeah I don't know I'm curious like how social media has affected everyone's relationship with their bodies with their minds with their friends and if it's made people more insecure about how they look and stuff 
and like yeah you know Mm -hmm. and that's the thing like I think nowadays it is so important for children growing up to be like educated on how social media can negatively impact you and Mm -hmm. how you can decipher between this the toxic environment of it with the the good environment of it because I think that without social media you're gonna feel very disconnected and very just like not with the time and with society but that's why I think people need to people just need to be aware that there's disinformation that Mm -hmm. there's toxic toxic things being spewed out every Mm -hmm. second of the day and I also think breaks from social media is important, which yeah. I think I need to take more often. <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't know. I think- and also, like, also looking at my mom, like, and our parents, they still had insecurities and a lot of stuff going on, oh, too, yeah. without even social media. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's like. I don't know if it's like the social media aspect, but you're just like, I don't know. It's a very it's an interesting question. I don't know. I think I don't think we would be better off without social media. I think that like there is a lot of spaces for positivity on it and I Mm -hmm. think that knowing how to understand information and then understanding how your morals align with that information and then doing what you want with that is better so people can be critically think about what they're seeing yeah for sure so our answer is no but breaks are needed and critical analysis of of the content is needed agreed okay next question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you believe in karma if so how do you think it works you can go first I kind of do I feel like this is explained to me at a young age but like everything in the world is energy which is true and mm-hmm. everything has like some kind of energy going on plants like literally soil probably too like there's organisms in it and I feel like things just need to be aligned and when they're out of alignment karma comes and aligns again and -hmm. I think that there's way too many instances of people having quote-unquote karma for it to just be like chance like and there was also good karma too there's like good and bad karma so if you're being like sometimes people really need that good karma to come and it usually happens in like a way that you might not think is that obvious but it does happen and vice versa like I think if you do something that's kind of against like the boundaries of the human code, karma comes and bites you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like how you said that. For <laughs> me, I think that I do believe in karma because recently I've been loving to put out good energy. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, like when you put out good energy, energy comes back. And like, yes there are a lot of people in this world that believe in crystals and they believe in like spirituality and like maybe a little bit more radical than Mm -hmm. what I would say is like normal or something but Mm -hmm. are radical about it and they do exist because like I think they believe in that and I think that they're right to believe that there is some kind of energy thing going Mm -hmm. on where when you put things out it comes back because it makes sense like and I don't know if you've seen that like rice experiment where like you no. say bad words to rice it's like rice and oh, there's two separate yeah. you say really bad words to this one rice thingy or write mm-hmm. really bad words say really good thoughts to the other one and the other one goes the bad one goes moldy the the other one is fine 
Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, I believe energy is like a real thing. And I believe what you put out there, you get back. So that's why I believe karma is a hundred percent real. Karma is a bitch. I, (laughs) I hope it's real or I hope manifestation energy, all that is real because I'm putting out good vibes for medical school. So I'm hoping that (laughs) good vibes come back to me every single day. I'm just like good vibes, good Good vibes. vibes. Yeah. But for the, how it works part, I personally wouldn't know how to answer that because okay yes I completely agree with the with the energy so putting out negative energy which means you have to get that back blah 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 but I also believe in evolution and evolution is all by random chance so that's also another thing that in my brain I take into account it's like okay well if it's random chance then no matter how much energy you put out there it'll randomly either come back or not Mm -hmm. and I think the most important thing that I have learned to develop or not develop that I have learned to think about is just change my mindset instead of thinking like I know deep down like I believe in evolution and I believe in random Mm -hmm. chance but I hope to believe in karma and manifestation and all that just to have just to live a better life yeah you know because if you think positively about things like you you'll just see your life in a better way yeah and you you know like if people think negatively all the time they probably see the negative things more mm -hmm. and then that is like they think is karma I even think with things like like manifesting too and um like me saying that everyone is energy even like between another person and this is gonna be a really dumb example but this could this could theoretically happen if we're all energy and I think this was part of what was in the this it's like a book the set the whatever set it's like a spiritual book everyone should read four commandments or something like that everyone's gonna know what I'm talking about there's like four quadrants on the book um it's like a spiritual book but basically it was saying that like the secret to life is putting out good energy and manifesting good things because people are energy and if you're a dean's admissions officer at med school for example and Vivian's putting good energy he will sense the energy and put it Mm -hmm. back to Vivian obviously that might be like too far stretched but like that's what they were saying yeah no I love that and I think I think that completely makes sense because if you if you are thinking positive putting positive energy out then this is so hard to explain but but your your whole you you as a person as an individual just see your whole life in a more positive way Mm -hmm. and then that also manifests in the way you speak the way you write the way you act so and then obviously people are seeing that about you so yeah I think yeah agreed yes we do believe in karma but we don't really know how it works yeah okay is health more important than fun and this is a thought provoker because it's like obviously you want to be healthy but obviously like if you're going out for drinks with the gals you want to have fun And I think that there's a line to be drawn here when it comes to your own like 
self-respect and boundaries that you have to like dabble on your own and only you can decide that whether it starts to become less less healthy for you I guess to have these like routines I I don't know you know uh. yeah it's it's hard because yeah like what you're saying fun fun can be different for everyone and I think health is also different like are we talking about like physical health are we talking about mental health are we talking about like overall well-being because a lot of those things can be taken for granted when you are trying to have quote-unquote fun or chase a certain lifestyle and if it's like physical health as in like I'm ripped I'm shredded like that kind of stuff like like I guess what you're looking at like sometimes you're not even that healthy then like if you're like Mm -hmm. at the gym 24 7 and like not eating and not having fun with yourself Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the people who in our society look look the most healthy mm-hmm. probably aren't having any fun because mm-hmm. they're they have such a strict lifestyle. Okay, they're not not having any fun, but like yeah. they're not having that much fun because they have sh- such a strict lifestyle. But at the end of the day, like, is that even healthy? Like, I think that health is so many pillars. Mm-hmm. So it's not just aesthetics and like and like what you're eating and how much you're working out like I think health is also enjoying yourself yeah that's a that's a main pillar probably of it is like are you like you're you're, I think you're like mental health and you're like actual well-being is a part of health and fun makes you have a better mental health and well-being Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless we think of fun as like partying and going yeah. out all the time and and shopping like mm-hmm. all sometimes that sometimes you need to prioritize your health over those things like taking mm-hmm. a day off to just rest in your bed or uh, saving money for a fun trip instead of mm-hmm. instead of that um what's it called instant gratification of buying clothes with your friends or buying dinner out yeah it's it's what you define health and fun if I'm defining health as overall health and well-being and I'm defining fun as going out partying instant gratification type things I think health is more important yeah but if we're talking about health and like nutrition and physical activity and then fun just like everything that's fun I don't think that health is more important and I I think but I also like to be this this is literally not answering the actual question but health can be fun as well and fun yeah. can be like good for your health as in like doing things that literally make you happy. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like I know for me and probably for you, things that make you happy involve like moving your body and like, because fitness makes me happy, like playing a soccer game, you know, like that is fun for me. And mm-hmm. it's less about the whole health aspect, even though that is a part of health, it's fun. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I don't know. So is health more important than fun? depends <laughs> that's literally my answer to every question what have I tolerated from people in the past that I no longer have space for what have I tolerated from people in the past 
that I no longer have space for. You know, something, something for me that I, I think like you will probably already know this, that I've come to like learn, I guess, and come to terms with and understand like why they say it, but, and I guess just understand it differently in a different way than I had before. But I think my whole life, I've always had a very open mouth in the sense that I just say what's on my mind. Yeah. And there's. And most of the time, like sometimes, yes, I should probably shut the fuck up. But a lot of the times people are telling me not to say it because they wouldn't say it themselves, but it's not wrong, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I think like a lot of times throughout my childhood and this like stems deeper, this stems deeper from being like an only child, a child with divorced parents who weren't around that much when I was growing up and basically no one to tell me to shut the fuck up. But also, Mm -hmm. like, I'm speaking my mind, and a lot of people Mm -hmm. made me feel bad for that growing up. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were like, like, would shh me or something if I had an opinion that wasn't what they had. It wasn't their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like what they had. And I think, like, being younger, you're like, okay, yeah, like, I want to learn. But I think as I've grown up, obviously, I'm not going to say anything that's like insulting. But I say that I like to be honest and I like to be true to myself and authentic. And there are a lot of people in this world that don't like that and are uncomfortable by that and are Mm -hmm. very intimidated by that. Because and I think that's one thing that I've learned to like no longer carry is just like letting myself be okay with my thoughts and like surrounding myself with people that support that and understand where I'm coming from and are okay to talk to me about it without making me feel like shit for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not your problem. Like obviously, unless you're saying something that's like no, rude but it's more just like for. it's more just like being honest about things. If someone's like, yeah, yeah, and that's not like, do I look good in day? this? No, I think you should change. <laughs> yeah, Alex is the classic one to do that. Which, but I want to honestly- tell you that. Yeah, exactly. And like, obviously, everyone's going to have different opinions. So maybe Alex likes, doesn't like the way you look in this, but someone else does. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean you should not say your opinion if they ask for it. Yeah. And like, that's I what think- I mean. That's what I mean. Like a lot of times my opinions when I ask about something and then someone gets upset by what I said. I'm like, you asked, like, don't ask, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's not your problem. That's the person's problem who's who's taking it to offense or or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think that's good that you are I don't know. That's just something that, that's not that your issue. This like I know maybe for some people this might not be the first thing that come to your head, but like my whole entire life, I feel like I've struggled with saying the quote unquote wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And like whether that's wrong to me or wrong to them, like whatever. But I think it's just like surrounding yourself with people that don't make you feel like shit for it this is like the space thing that I have don't have space for surrounding myself with people that put it in a positive light if I did say something that like I probably shouldn't have instead of Mm -hmm. making it like negative yeah and like a learning experience not so much like making like me really upset and I was and thinking about it all the day I'm like why did I say that yeah yeah and I think that also goes with I think you talked about this before on the podcast about how you don't you don't tell people what you're thinking you were saying that like you weren't telling people what you were thinking so then miscommunication happens or something like that 
I don't remember that, but I, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably stemmed from like being younger mm-hmm. and people, I love how this is like a little therapy session. Literally <laughs> what me younger, and my therapist talk about too. Yeah. Yeah. You being younger and people telling you that what you, that like, oh, you shouldn't say that, blah, blah, blah. So then now that's manifesting into you just not saying anything, mm-hmm. which in, in certain situations, I know yeah, you, yeah. And you, you still have like that, like strong opinion personality, um, which yeah, you should. Which is part of the you- space. Like oh, for a while, I just like didn't say anything because I was like, mm, and then like expected people to understand and like, I like they didn't because mm-hmm. I didn't say anything. So yeah. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Um, wait, what about you? you? Re- yeah. What can do you, you question again? <laughs> what do I tolerate? What have I tolerated in the past that I no longer have space for? Okay. Um, what have I tolerated in the past? I think this one, okay, is more not like what I've tolerated with other people, but more like what I've tolerated with myself, mm. which is I've tolerated with not spending, giving myself enough me time mm. and feeling bad okay well there's a lot of things there's me feeling bad saying no to things which we've talked about before we should be able to say no to whatever we want doesn't matter the reason but also something I for myself that I used to get I think everyone has FOMO and like more Mm -hmm. people have FOMO than others but I used to get such bad FOMO and now I've kind of taught myself to not because like just because you're not at a hangout or just because you can't um join in on something or you're not a part of something doesn't mean that you're not like valued as a person Mm -hmm. and just knowing where like being confident in yourself that okay just because I wasn't invited here or or not even not invited, but like still invited, but couldn't go doesn't mean like I'm missing out on anything. Like, I feel like I used to get in my head a lot about that. But then now I don't care anymore. I don't even know if that answers the question. <laughs> no, I think, but, it, yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think that's like a good spin on it for something about yourself that I wasn't even thinking about. I was thinking more of other people, but yeah. Yeah, no, because I, I can't think of something because I think like from a young age, not a young age, but ever since high school, I have been, I've not tolerated shit. Like Mm -hmm. if someone like in grade 11 and 12, probably like I cut off so many people because I was like, Hey, I don't like, which is hard to do, which is really hard to do. Yeah. And I just thought like, okay, if this isn't bringing me joy, if this isn't adding to my life, then why is it in my life? Yeah. If that makes sense that I feel like everyone should strive for that. If it's not, if it's a relationship or if it's something that's in your life, that's not adding any value or that's negatively impacting you, mm-hmm. then you should do what you can to try to cut that out of your life. Agreed. I think. Okay. So to end it off, our very last question is, and I actually really want to buy this game, but we're just doing the cheapo yeah. version right now of looking at on Google, but <laughs> Um, it says, what title would you give to this chapter of your life? Okay. Need a little bit of thinking. 
title. Okay. Do you have something in mind? I don't know. I was more just thinking like figuring it out or something. I don't know. Or like realizing stuff. Yeah. Like I'm not really, I feel like I'm in a university has put me in a constant state of like comfortableness as in like you have a, you have, you know what to expect, I guess. But now we're going into our fourth year. Yeah. And and you're going your fourth year and like things are about to get like a little bit uncomfortable and, but there's always like, and then soon you're not going to be able to come back to this home base and things are going to be like uprooted. So I think this current chapter in my life until then maybe is just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think like figuring, I don't know, figuring it out was a good description of it, but like just going along every day as I can, because soon it's not going to be like that, I guess. Yeah. I like figuring it out. I also like something to do like I don't know the world is so it's I swear it's even more unpredictable than it was at the beginning of COVID yeah actually you know I would call this chapter for me maybe just because like it's been for like the past year and a bit like even with COVID a really tough time like mentally physically whatever and maybe it's called like this current chapter right now like resilience or like being resilient and like change or like taking to change like no like I'm standing up I'm going against what has been faced against me and like starting a new I don't know like I don't know fourth year I think will be fun and like I'm gonna try and say no less to things and say yes to a lot of things and just do Mm -hmm. like what I should be doing I don't know I don't know yeah no no I think like overcoming overcoming not these obstacles because I wouldn't say we have any obstacles that we're up against like we're still like going with the flow I guess and like yeah yeah yeah, more like overcoming the changes that are happening Mm -hmm. like I think at the start of the pandemic it was even more predictable because we were all like oh my gosh everything's unpredictable and so Mm -hmm. that was predictable but now it's kind of like and like we went into full online, everything was online, couldn't go out, out of your house only for essential things, da, da, da. But now it's like, okay, what can we do still? Mm-hmm. And like, where do we have to wear a mask? How, do we need to quarantine when we travel here? Do we need to, like, it's it's not black or white. Mm-hmm. It's like grayish, brownish. Like Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, resilience. And yeah, we're going into our fourth Resilience and fuck it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. We're going into our fourth year, which we're so excited for. And we'll probably have an episode soon about uni stuff since we've kind of like, we're pros now. (laughs) And um, starting, like, I think this year for us is not going to be a start of a new chapter. It's going to be a continuation of an old one, probably, I would say. And and like the the preface of the yeah. new chapter. Yeah. Because after this year, we're gonna have a new chapter. Like a whether sequel. that be like a sequel to the Yeah, whether that be med school or masters or jobs mm. or living in a new part of the world. We don't know. We yeah, literally have, have no, no idea. idea. So yeah, so we're just living our fourth year lives and um saying fuck it yeah 
Okay, well, that was a great episode. We got a little deep there. I even think like we could go on for like four hours and picking oh more gosh. deep questions. Yeah. Um, we can definitely do another one of these in the future. And if you guys want to send any deep questions you want us to answer, go to our Instagram, sassy underscore pod, and you can click the link in our bio and ask us questions and they're totally anonymous um, and we'll answer them. Yeah, I love answering these questions. I think yeah. it's- we, They're thought we, provokers. You don't think about them every day. Yeah, exactly. We can definitely do another episode of this in the future, but yeah. So hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> what we were saying and could relate or maybe could not relate and you had a completely different opinion which is also completely fine mm-hmm. um but yeah don't forget to follow us at sassy underscore pod on instagram we post such cute things we post our quotes we post our nuggets we post mm-hmm. some some badass woman on there just go check it out if you haven't and yeah, watch us on YouTube <laughs> at the Sassy Pod. <laughs> yeah, thank okay. you so much for listening. Yeah, and don't forget to stay sassy, classy, and be very badassy this week. Happy Sassy Saturday. Bye. Bye.